Welcome to From Betrayal to Breakthrough. I'm Dr. Debbie Silber, and today's guest is Claire Dubay. And Claire is a financial therapist and founder of Smart Chats, a financial conversation process for saving money and relationships together. She helps couples and business partners in money conflict go from chaos to clarity and connection. Claire's work and advice has been featured in Forbes, U.S. News and World Report, Acorn, and Yahoo Finance. So what happens when you go into a family business expecting everything to be fair and equal, and then you learn that it's not? Going into business with family can be tricky. And my next guest, Claire Dubay, learned that the hard way. Equal work, unequal pay? It's a family betrayal, and you're about to learn about Claire's along with all of what it led to. Here she is. Okay, everybody, this is going to be an interesting conversation because so often we talk about the betrayal of a, of a partner or a friend. Well, this time it's a family betrayal. And, you know, what's so interesting is when, when we have siblings that come into the equation and there's just a whole bunch of mess that can happen. And here's, we're going to be talking with Claire Dubay, who has an interesting um, scenario about equal work, unequal pay, a family betrayal. So let's just get started. Welcome, Claire. Why, thank you, Debbie. Glad to be here today. Oh, uh, so excited to have you. And, you know, it's, we always want, now it's funny because I have four kids and I've learned the hard way because I had family betrayal too. So based on that, if I tell you how, even if I say to one of the kids, I love you. I just feel like I have to text the three others. <laughs> just let them know. I love you too. Just to keep things so fair, because there's so much pain that right. happens, right? When we're not treated in a way that we feel is is fair. So let's get started. Can you you want to share your betrayal? What tell us what happened? Sure. So uh, I've got to kind of give you the Reader's Digest version of it. Uh, I was in a family business. It was my parents, uh, my two brothers, and I. Um, and my parents were kind of segueing out so that my brothers and I were taking over the business and we were equal partners on all documents. So that meant, you know, the partnership agreement, all of the bank loans. So which meant we were all responsible equally for it. However, when it came to distribution of draws as partners taking draws, uh, my father had set the rules and my brothers who, whose wives did not work, they chose to be stay at home moms. Um, were paid a higher rate than I was because I had a husband to take care of me um, and chose to work. So it was it was kind of unfair pay for equal work because quite frankly, if bank loans got called in, I was equally responsible for those debts. Um, but the the betrayal really became at the towards the end when we were dissolving the business because when I well even I, and I, and I want to stop you because I want to get to the betrayal piece. But how, how did you did you did that ever come up? Did you bring it up? Did you mention it? Was it something that sort of you were you were trying to make sense out of when it was happening throughout the time you were working with everybody? Um, it took a while, and and I think because of just being conditioned from from a younger age. Um, just things like, I mean, these sound silly, but, uh, I had a bank account when I was 15 that my parents opened for me, never showed me how to use it. And when I bounced checks, my mother would just run down and cover me. So I never learned the lesson. I was always taken care of in that sense. So it kind of kept going when I got older that, you know, I had that sense of just being taken care of, um, 
So and and again, I'm going to stop you there because oh my goodness, parents! I hope you're hearing that one. And this is the most painful thing because you we you know we always want to prevent our kids from failing, right? We want to catch them. We don't want them to have that hurt, that pain, that whatever. And it's it could be so easy for us to you know race to school when they forget their lunch or or cover the the bounce checks or something, but think about it. I mean, how did you learn every one of your lessons? I mean, it wasn't, I know personally, I learned the lessons from experiencing it, (laughs) you know, so well-intentioned and I'm sure it's because they wanted to spare you pain, but okay. Didn't mean to cut you off. But you're right. That, that uh, your, your point of being well-intentioned and, you know, there just wasn't, you know, they just thought that they were covering, but the lessons that I was taking from that was I'm just going to be taken care of. So I didn't learn the lesson right away about being paid less because when my father said, you know, you have a husband to take care of you, I kind of was conditioned. But it was when I started to really work very hard in this business and brought so much value to the business that I was starting to realize that that shift was coming, that, you know, it's not about my self-worth. It's the value that I am putting forth in this company. Mm-hmm. So here you are, you're putting in a tremendous amount of work and you're seeing, well, wait a second, my brothers are too, but why am I not getting paid the same right. amount that, that they're? So, so what'd you do with that feeling? Um, well, I almost lost a marriage over it. Let's put it that way, because I kept putting in more and more time feeling that that's what I needed to do was put in more effort and more work. Um, and I was taking away from my husband and my kids so um, that was probably the light bulb that went off that said, okay, something needs to shift here. This isn't right. Um, and, and so I had to work through that. And it took kind of that, you know, that big, we'll call it a pimple popping at that point, you know, mm-hmm. that really made me see things in a different view. Was there one incident? that you remember where it was like, okay, now I see it so clearly, clearly. It's like, you can't unring a bell. Like, was there one bell that sort of went off when you said, okay, I, I really see it. Yeah. Or, or I, was I it more it, like a lot of little bells? Um, no, I, I think there was a little bit of this in the back of my head. I was seeing things like, um, spending so much time that I was not seeing my kids, um, missing family dinners and, and such. And I think it was a big eye-opening when my husband said, you know, it, it, this has got to stop. This is, you know, we, we, you're not even part of the family anymore. Um, so that was the conversation where it was right said to me. Mm-hmm. It was probably the biggest change at that point. And so that's when you heard it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So then what'd you do? So I started to work on me. I didn't even address the issue of the problem, but I was trying to work on me as to why I was taking it this way. Why was I feeling less than they're tying everything into my self-worth instead of the value that I was bringing? Um, Why did I feel less than? So I had to keep on going through and questioning what my motives were because my brothers weren't working in the office until 10 o'clock at night. I was. So why? Um, And it's really a deep dive that you have to keep questioning um, because you can't just accept the first answer. You've got to keep on going. Yeah. And you know, and it's so interesting that you say that. I just used this example yesterday. I was, ta- I forgot who I was talking to, but it was where like, let's say you have a messy room and you keep that door closed. Cause you're like, you know what? I'm just not looking at it. Cause it's just a big old mess. And you, we think that it's not vying for our attention, but it is, mm-hmm. it's taking a tremendous amount of energy. And then there's that day 
where you say, you know what? Okay, that's it. It's time to roll up my sleeves and just go in there and do the work. And it actually looks worse, right? Because now stuff is all over the place and everything. It's a whole big bunch of chaos. But then eventually it looks better. And then you can stand back and look with pride and say, look what I did. But you can only get to that clear, beautiful room once you've done the work. And it sounds like that's that's what you did. You started to do the work and it's never easy. No. And it doesn't, it's not overnight. It's definitely a process. But during that time of working on me, the betrayal still really hadn't happened. Mm-hmm. So it, it, the, in, in the unequitable payments and draws was just kind of the symptom. That was not the actual betrayal. Mm-hmm. So I was able to work on me so that when the betrayal actually did happen, I was able to handle it, I think, better. Still not great, but better. So that, so now bring us up to the time. So now here you're doing the work. You're realizing, well, this just isn't right. But um, I'm, I'm hearing what my husband's saying loud and clear. I'm not yeah. around. Uh, something has to change. And then, so you were, you're doing the work. And then tell us about the betrayal. Okay, so I was doing the work on me, which made me see things. So I started to have a voice to say, okay, things need to change. So I sat with my father and said, you know, this has really been unfair. Uh, we really need to address this. And my father's response was, because at this point, we were kind of winding down the business. This took a couple of years. We were winding down the business. uh, And I chose, we were choosing to get out. And he said, I'm going to make it fair at the end. So as we dissolve the business, all that back pay will be made up to you. And then you'll you'll get it. So I trusted in that and and made plans on that. I mean, that was part of my kids' college funds. I mean, that was, I, I had that trust. Mm-hmm. And when it really came down to the time of dissolving the business, my father took a step back and said, um, you know, because of siblings involved, I don't want to deal with it. So we're going to bring in a consultant and you'll have to deal with them. And my brothers in the end said, no, nope, you know, we've already gotten paid. She knew what she was getting paid. There's nothing back pay that needs to be paid. And my father said, I'm out of it. So you have to deal with it. And this is the response that, so that back pay that, all that money just never came my way. And yeah. So, okay. So, so that's the shock of betrayal right there. Yeah. Right. And, and, and I say it all the time, we're never betrayed by someone we don't know. It's by the people we're closest to. So where did you, where did you feel that? Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, um, man, I felt that everywhere. Um, which is kind of why I took your uh, mojo course too, just mm. because I was eating feelings as well. So um, she's talking about a course I did years ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, so uh, I really felt it everywhere. You know, it, my heart, my head, uh, physically, mentally, emotionally. Yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't just come at you at one aspect. And I had to choose how to work through this. Because I could have done things like taking my family to court. What was that going to do? And mind you, I was next door neighbors with my parents. And my kids had a wonderful relationship and still do with my father. Um, So I could choose to be a victim in it. Mm -hmm. I could choose to roll up my sleeves, start my own business, and use my value in a way that I knew was best. Um, And... Don't get me wrong. The hurt's still there. The the hurt doesn't go away. You know, it's still there. But I used this betrayal 
to like an arrow shooting me forward, starting my own business, uh, working with people in the same situation, same betrayal that I had, and moved myself forward and took myself out of being a victim. Because quite frankly, I could have left the business. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to stay in it. I could have left. So I made those choices. My father's choices he made, um, but I lived with them. And I conditioned him to treat me that way because I didn't leave. Mm-hmm. So how did you make sense and, and make meaning out of, out of this as far as, like your siblings, how are you with them? Um, I have a pretty good relationship. One of them I'm next door neighbors with. The other one lives down the street. Um, there's no incidents when we have well, Easter dinner coming up on Sunday, but there is still that, um, that wall. You know, it, it's known. We, we have not really, I wouldn't say that we haven't addressed it. They know it. Um, but there hasn't been a, hey, what can we do to rectify this, change it? And, and such. So it's kind of just been buried in that sense. Mm. And, and it, see, here's the challenge because when it's not sort of unearthed and dealt with, it's really sort of for you to just do the work to make it feel okay with you. You know, I was just, and this is another thing I was talking about. There's this, I don't know if it's called a window of willingness or forgiveness window, something like that. Maybe it's just my own name, but it's how we're the most likely to forgive and, and, um, it starts with, let's say, the, the four scenarios. The first is remorse, apology, restitution. Like, that's best case scenario. Like, I am so sorry. How can I make it up to you? You know, I understand how this may feel so terrible. I feel so bad. The next one is excuses, right? Like, an excuse for why something's done. Um, the next one is blame. Like, it's because of you. And then the fourth is just no responsibility. Just absolutely deny it, no responsibility. And it's really hard to just, you know keep a relationship going or act like everything is totally okay or feel really good about it when you're at that number four where they're not even acknowledging, addressing, whatever. So how do you manage that? So I do it more that this was a huge lesson on boundaries and setting up boundaries. And the reason why I, you know, forgive, but don't forget, because this is a reminder so that you don't fall into that hole again. Um, so, you know, I use it in a sense where, uh, if some of my, my brother will come for help on something and I will in a nice way say, well, you need to figure this out yourself. I can't give you the answer because you're not going to learn from it. So there are things that I can put boundaries on that isn't a thing that says, I'm not going to help you because you screwed me over. Mm -hmm. I don't have to say it, but you know, but I can say, you need to learn this on your own. I can point you in the direction um, but I'm not bailing you out. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I use it. But I do tell them in that sense. Um, and that's where it has to become a boundary, has to be a lesson learned, and it has to be a reminder. I can't, I don't let it go only for the sense that it reminds me to, you know, kind of like people use a rubber band to snap themselves. Mm-hmm. It's kind mm-hmm. of like a rubber band. Yeah. So what about your father? How, what did you, is there a, a tactic or a, something that you do to, to make peace Yes. With that. So, so at this point, I now call him out on anything because, by the way, he 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 has not changed. I have, but he has not changed. Um, and I just have to call him out on it. You know, certain things that um, I hesitated to, but I still do some business with him through my own company. Um, but I put everything in writing. I have signed copies. Everything's a contract um, because business is business, and you know, I no longer do things on a handshake. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I tell him that, you know, this is, and he sometimes tries to wiggle out of some of the stuff, but, um, you know, I have that voice now and I think that's really important. And the other thing is it's perspective. You know, our truth is our perspective and how I perceive things. Um, and I could look at it in a lens of that he was intentionally hurting me, or I could look at the lens that he was trying to be equitable, not make things equal, but equitable because my brother's wives stayed home. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I have to look at it in another lens and, and kind of view it from his view mm-hmm. and understand that nothing was done, you know, through malice. It was, mm-hmm. it was, he thought he was doing the best that he could. Well, and you know, it's interesting because you say you have to, and I'm sort of looking at it like you're choosing to, but in choosing to, you're making it better for you and everybody. So, and I'm also a big believer in the people who hurt you the most are your greatest teachers. So if you're looking at them, all of them, and you were to say, what are, because there are so many people listening who are saying, oh my gosh, that happened to me. And and they only see it through just such a lens of just, uh, they've, they've been so disappointed or let down or hurt, or they're so angry. But when we can see the lessons that show up because of it, it can it can really do something to ease all that pain. So what did they teach you? Oh, I think really to be a better business person. I mean, I think I, I ironically have become much better in business, even though I had the value there. I, but I see things in a much clearer fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I spell things out with a much better with boundaries mm-hmm. uh, and, and speaking up and having a voice. And I think that's the biggest thing is being able to not just hold it down or vent, you know, at home, but you have to vent to the person or people that's involved. Um, And because I've been made peace with it, I'm able to have uh, talk to my adult children about my stories and my situation, but it doesn't affect their relationship with their grandfather. I mean, my kids have a fantastic because they view it from their lens. So I've always said, don't go by my stories. It was my life that I was living, not your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, I have, I believe, given a gift to my father because I didn't poison my kids in that sense to him. Well, and then you've given a gift to your kids too. And and think about it, the, the trickle effect of that because it's making you better in business. So you're benefiting all the people that you're working with. It's it's having clear boundaries in place. So that's better for every relationship you go right. into, you know, or any relationship that you have. And it just makes you feel better, more confident about yourself and, and how to go about your personal and professional, you know, life. So what do you want to make sure everybody knows before we wrap up? So I think the, the biggest lesson I want people to do is, is seek clarity. So what I mean by seek clarity is seek clarity about why you're feeling the way that you are, where the other person or people are coming from, and, and speak up and ask questions. And, and ask questions of yourself. So if you have been betrayed, whether it's in, in business, in relationships, um, everybody plays a part. So question where you are, what part you played, um, and, and be a part of it. Don't take yourself out of the whole situation because you are part of the situation. And, and seek clarity on that so that you can get a voice and you can choose what perspective and what lens to look at it. Um, I think the best way is to look at it through your light lens and the other person's as you see it. If that do you make that makes sense? You know, because you can't necessarily see how they see it, but you can put themselves empathetically in their space. And I, and I love that because what you know, you can see 
the understanding you can, and and because of that and because of the willingness to look at things from a different perspective you, you know you could see it from a much greater vantage point and then there's the growth there's the growth right there and and you're living proof that there it is you could have these people who uh who can blindside you in a way and you feel completely betrayed but look at the gift and look at the benefit and i know early on you know you never want to tell somebody oh this is the greatest thing that could ever happen to you you know but but from the other side from the other side, you could right. see clearly what you've gained and what you've learned. Right. That, that's that's wonderful. So, Claire, how do we learn more about you? Where do we go? So, uh, probably the best is at my website, which is clairedubay.com. Pretty simple. Um, Spell your last name for us. D as in David, U, B as in boy, E as in Edward. Okay. And Claire is C-L-A-R-E. R-E. Okay. Not to be confused with the other way. So, okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Well, Claire, I want to thank you so much. I know everybody who's struggling with a family betrayal um, will get so much value out of this. So right. I just really want I appreciate your time and the lessons that you shared. Thank you for letting me be vulnerable and share my story. I loved how Claire used the lessons she learned from her brothers and father in order to make her even better at business and with her other relationships. Stay in touch with her by going to clairedubay.com and we'll have all of her information in the show notes at pbtinstitute.com forward slash podcast. Here's my biggest takeaway. The people who hurt us the most can be our greatest teachers if we allow the pain to clear enough so we find the lesson underneath. While it may be hard to see as you're navigating through it, when you're willing to do the work, there's always some type of benefit. Does it mean redefining your boundaries, prioritizing your needs, or trusting your gut? There's always a lesson. And that's what these experiences provide. Now, that's not saying that they don't leave us with some cleanup, which may be in the form of physical, mental, and emotional symptoms. Are you struggling with any of those? You may be struggling with post-betrayal syndrome. Take the quiz and see at pbtinstitute.com forward slash quiz. And let us support you. Go to Facebook and join our group, Women Hacking Betrayal, where we give information, tools, and support to help you move forward and heal once and for all. Can't wait to be with you next time. And here's to your breakthrough.